It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? It is your boy, D and Ed, back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. Today, we got, you know, some minor things for you. It's not too long of an episode today. We do have some news. Jordan Shaquille on a 10-day hardship exemption. Caldwell Pope going into COVID protocols. Rui Hachimura and Wes Unsell Jr.'s comments on him and one-on-ones against teammates. Let's get into it, Ed. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? Back with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every single day. And let's jump into, you know, the, these little transaction moves and just practice news. And then the Caldwell Pope news with the COVID protocol. Isaiah Todd also dropped 25 points in seven for nine from three at the G League showcase for the Capital City Go-Go. Any thoughts on any of that news? Oh, um, I'm happy to hear that from Isaiah Todd. I mean, he's our second round pick and uh, Tommy loves Isaiah Todd and he's a local guy from Baltimore. So um, him shooting the three three balls so well is, is great for us. Uh, it shows that he's developing well. And honestly, um, I, I wouldn't mind calling him up. We just called up Jordan Shackle. And if I hope nobody else tests positive for the virus, but honestly, um, I, I want to see him play in some meaningful games. I mean, when we have gotten blown out, when we got blown out, I want to say against the Spurs, we got blown out against the Nets. He's come in and hit a couple threes. Uh, we got blown against the Jazz. He's come in and hit some threes. He's looked confident as well. Um, of course, he has to get stronger because, you know, he still has, you know, the body of, you know, a 19, 20-year-old. But um, I, I love I love him developing. I think he's he's super talented. He's 6'10", 6'11", can shoot the three, can run the floor like a gazelle, um, solid rebounder. Um, it looks like a good shot blocker, too. So he looks like he plays with a lot of heart. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that he's playing really well in the go-go. But I, I wouldn't mind, you know, him coming up and playing a couple games, to be honest with you. Um, the guy, Jordan Shackle, I haven't really seen him play much, to be honest. But, you know, I, I don't I don't know if he's going to get much playing time, to be honest, anyway. Um, but, yeah, KCP testing positive for the virus yesterday evening. Um, that's what Wes Unsell Jr. said, reported by Chase Hughes, um, after the West Coast road trip. That's um, it's, it's not good news at all. We know that um, we know the whole NBA is basically being impacted by the virus. You look at the NFL, you look at the NBA, basically all sports, just the whole country 
as a whole has been impacted by the virus. So, um, and, and Adam Silver came out with a statement today saying that they're not going to stop the uh, season. There's not going to be a bubble or anything like that this year. So um, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, this is the timing is rough because we know the NBA wants to have all these Christmas day games. This is where the NBA makes their money. So it's going to be tough. And uh, we'll see a lot of, a lot of guys are getting signed to 10 day contracts. A lot of guys, a lot of free agents have been signed. Uh, this is almost starting to be like replacements or uh, replacement guys or G league guys coming up and playing. So, um, the next couple of days are going to be interesting. You know, we don't know if this game on Thursday is going to be guaranteed against the Knicks. We don't know because the Nets game just got postponed. So, you know, who who knows when our next game is going to be? Hopefully, hopefully we do play on Thursday. Um, and then Rui coming back, play on one-on-one. Um, I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear that he's playing some physical contact. I know it's still not five-on-five, five, which is what we want to see. We want to see Rui play. I, I can't wait till he plays. Um, but, yeah, one-on-one is, is, a, is a step. It's a step. Uh, West Hunter Jr. said that he's been playing one-on-one and uh, with Wizards teammates, and they were getting after it, said he had a great day yesterday. So um, it's positive news. We're getting somewhere with Rui. Um, he's been on the bench. Now he's playing one-on-one. So we'll see. Hopefully he can play some five-on-five and, and get, into some, get into some games. So Because we're 16-15. to 15, There's 31 games. And honestly, if you think about it, the season's kind of going by a little fast. It's, it's low-key moving because we're almost at the halfway mark, 41 games out of 82. We're almost at that 41-game mark. And um, – you know, for Rui not to play 41 games, we don't know what happened, you know, off of the court. But that that is a lot of games to miss. That's that's half of a season. So I'm hoping Rui can get back sooner than later. Oh, yeah, I think. Yeah, go I'm ahead, D. About that. Um, I'm not sure about, you know, the COVID, COVID thing with KCP. I hope it's not an outbreak. We've seen COVID ravage multiple NBA teams so far. The Nets, the Bulls, just to name a few. And the Wizards had a COVID outbreak last season that kind of derailed the beginnings of that year. So it's definitely a worrisome thing. I know Kyle Kuzma earlier in the season went on the COVID protocol list, and thankfully it wasn't an outbreak. Now you got to worry about with KCP, especially after the Wizards played the Kings, who had an outbreak. So who knows? Um, Rui Hachimura, like you said, it's a lot of games to miss. It's a lot of games, and that whole situation has been weird this whole season. You know, who knows what really went on and all of that, because typically when you hear about a guy being out 40-something games, you naturally think that it's an injury or something like that, but we know it was mental health, and he came back to the team, and now it's just about conditioning i'm not sure i don't know if it really is an injury because if it was just a mental health thing and he came back to rejoin the team what's taking so long to do five on fives if it's nothing you know physically wrong with his body you know what i mean like as far as no injury so i'm not sure i don't want to speculate too much about a subject i really don't know about so i mean I i just would like to see Rui on the court man I really would like to see Rui on the court. We've all been hoping to see it this season. At this point, he may come back around the same time Thomas Bryant comes back at this point. Yeah, I was thinking that too. off the ACL. So we may get those guys back around the same time or very close to each other. So, I mean, and Isaiah Top, I wouldn't mind him being brought up. If he was the guy who got brought up, he looked nice. I've seen the highlights of that G League showcase game. He looks good, man. Seven for nine from three. What's his need shooting badly? But 
I know um, Shaquille. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his last <laughs> name, but I know he's shooting, I think, above 40% from the three as well. So he's shooting the ball well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd, seven for nine. That's incredible. He's he's an athlete, too. I saw him with a couple alley-oop dunks, too. Um, he can could, he could bring some firepower. I saw some people tweet about, um, you know, he, he's probably going to be shooting better than Bertans, which which probably is true, to be honest. But uh, Isaiah Todd, he could definitely have – we're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the in the league. We don't shoot a lot of threes either. We're, like, bottom five and three-pointers are tempted. So um, any, any three-point shooting we can get, I, I'll take it. But um, I'm happy to hear that Isaiah Todd is – Playing well, but before we do get into our next segment, talking about starting lineups, should should West Unsell Jr. make a change? Because I guess the Jazz he had to make a he, met, he had to make a change at the end. The last nine minutes of the game, Spencer Dinwiddie did not finish the fourth quarter, and um, some guys that just have been playing better basketball in the last uh, ten games after the ten and three start. There's been some guys that have stepped up and played better, and you know, some guys stepped up and played well in that Jazz game that I feel like we feel like need some more playing time. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do get into that. This episode is brought to you by Calm. Do you want to know what makes LeBron James sleep? That's right. Sleep is his superpower. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it. Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, reduce your stress, and perform at your best, just like LeBron James. For LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine. As he says, quote, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. From the sound of rain falling on the on leaves to bedtime, sleep stories calm, puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge, unquote. So if you head to calm.com slash locked on NBA for a limited range, you'll get 40% off of a calm premium subscription. With calm, you have access to natural nature scenes. LeBron loves like rain on leaves, and so much more like sleep stories and meditation so you can be ready for any challenges that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm and get forty percent get a 40% discount on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash locked on NBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease, stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, so, D, how are you feeling about lineup changes? Do you feel like West Central Jr. should make a change to the starting lineup? Uh I mean, it's tough because I feel like the Wizards would rather sit Dinwiddie down, like hold him out, 
and let him heal rather than put him on the bench. Because that's almost, well, not almost, that's pretty much admitting that your signing was a failure. If you put this guy that you spent all this money on in the offseason and he's your prize free agent pickup and you're putting him on the bench 30-something plus games into the season and he's benched. That's saying I messed up. And I don't think the Wizards want to do that. I think they would rather be like, you know, let's sit out a few games you know, for, for the knee. Let's say it's the knee. The, knee. the best lineup, Avdia, Bill, KCP, Gafford, Neto. Uh, Quinn Mayo tweeted this. He said that lineup has a plus 41.4 in points. That's the team best. So the best lineup don't got Dinwiddie in it. And if you're going off that, it looks like whole Neto needs to be the starter right now. But like I said, I don't – and that's – Kind of the only move I would make is at that one spot because I, I like Denny's fit off the bench more. And you can play Denny 30 minutes like against the Jazz off the bench anyway. He can still close out games without having to start because I feel like he's more comfort, comfortable off of the bench. So only thing I could possibly say is Howell Neto in for Dinwiddie. Yeah, I would actually make two changes. Um, Actually, you know what? Yeah, you're kind of right with Denny coming off the bench for Kuz. Um, and I like Kuz. I'm, I'm a Kuz fan. I love the way he plays hard. I love the energy. He's just so inconsistent. You kind of see the inconsistencies that he had with the Lakers. Um, you know, he'll have a game like Detroit, and he did test positive for the virus. So I know not playing three games in a row, it does hurt. Um, you know, the last couple of games, he's hasn't really shot the ball well. He was like 0 for 6 against the Jazz, just didn't shoot the, shoot the ball well from the, from the three at all. Um, but honestly, if Denny keeps it up, then I, I would consider putting Denny in that starting lineup, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie, he needs to either have a seat on the bench or um, come off the bench. And I think we all know he plays better without Bradley Bill. You know, when when either one doesn't play, they play better without each other. That's what just that's just how it's been the, the past couple games. Um, so I, I do feel like Spencer Dinwiddie should come off the bench. And Neto, Neto just provides more energy. We, the reason why we do come off to these slow starts while we're down by 10, we were down by 10 against the Jazz at one point to start off the game is because of Spencer Dinwiddie. Like I keep saying, I don't want to just blame everything on Spencer, but, you know, the point guard is the head of the snake. The point guard is the quarterback of the team. You know, they push the pace. We have one of the slowest pace. Uh, we're one of the slowest pace teams in the, in the NBA right now. Fast break points. We're bottom 10, bottom five fast break points. We just don't push the ball. And with Neto in there and Holiday, Holiday in there, we get easy baskets. We're pushing the ball. We're not always in a half-court set. Where teams get back and they have to set up and we have to manufacture buckets. You know, we have to use basically the majority of the shot clock it manufactures buckets in the offense. It makes it tougher on the offense because we're not running. When we have guys like Gaffer that can run, Trez is looking to run. Kuzma has been looking to run a couple times, and he's looking around, and nobody else is running with him. So, um, And I think it will help Denny, too, because um, he likes to push the ball. He likes to be in that point forward. Um, but, yeah, if he, if he came out there and started, honestly, but it's more about who finishes the game rather than who starts. You can look at it that way um, because as long as Denny's finishing the game and Neto's finishing the game and Brad and Gaff or, or Trez – or Kuz or KCP, whoever's finishing the game, I think that mix of eight to nine guys, those guys should be finishing the game right now. And when Spencer does get his legs under him and gets healthy and plays like he did in that first uh, 10 and three star where he was knocking down shots, had 30 points against the Magic or 20 against the Magic and played really well against the Celtics and Pacers, then, yeah, you know, he, he could be that guy. He could be that closer. Because like you said yesterday, he he was the closer at one time. He really was, but it just hasn't looked that way. So um, that's how I feel about the starting lineup. Yeah, once again on the Spencer thing, and like you said, I don't want to act like blame. I don't want to blame everybody, everything on Spencer because it's not strictly him. 
Bradley Bill was struggling. It seems he's picking That's it back right. up, which is good. But I feel like I fairly criticized Bradley Bill. I even said I understand the people who were wanting to trade him. I said I understand why they feel like that. And they have a legitimate reason to feel like that. I feel like I've been fair with my criticism for everybody on the team. I haven't mm-hmm. been, you know, less critical of, a, of certain people than others. And just like Davies Bertans, if you're struggling, I'm going to call you out. And Spencer Dinwiddie putting up zero points in the game, getting paid however much, is unacceptable. And I'm going to call you out. And Bradley Bill played his best game of the season. That was Supermax Brad right there. Mm-hmm. So I have no issues about that. I feel like the team in general played a very good game. But you look at the stat sheet and Spencer sticks out like a sore thumb. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So that's the only move I'm looking at, man. That one spot, like you said, with Kuzma, in regards to Kuzma, definitely the inconsistency. If you look at the numbers, they're pretty ugly. But, I mean, I think when Rui comes back, eventually right. he'll slide into that four spot. So I think Kuzma will eventually go to the bench. And that keeps Denny on the bench as well. Because I've seen Denny as the, as, in the start lineup, and I've seen him on the bench. I feel like he just seems a little more comfortable on that bench, coming off that bench. And just because you're coming off the bench does not mean you cannot finish a game. It does not mean you can't play 30 minutes. You know? So, how another at the one? That's how it's looking like for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, Spencer, he could get the Dinwiddie. I mean, he could get the Kimba Walker treatment where he's just out of the whole rotation. I don't think it needs to be to that, but um, yeah, he, he needs to either, you know, have a seat. And then defensively, I think that's our best lineup too. Daniel Gafford is our best defensive big. You know, Montrez, he struggles in pick-and-roll defense, and he's undersized. You know, he's six foot seven, but has the wingspan, but he struggles on, on the pick-and-roll defense. And Daniel Gafford, he's our rim protector. Bradley Bill has been better defensively this, this year. Neto has been better defensively. Dinwiddie hasn't really been able to stay in front of anybody. Um, this ever since you know he tailed off in the month of De- month of December has just been rough for, for Dinwiddie. It really has been. Kuzma's been a solid defender, but Denny's been our best defender on on the roster. Him guarding Giannis, him guarding Brandon Ingram, him guarding Donovan Mitchell the other day, holding him, you know, him defending him well in the fourth quarter. So you know the clamps and all that. So Denny's been a great defender. So Denny definitely deserves to at least finish the if not start. He needs to finish the game for sure. Um, but, yeah, we want to get to a surprise in the Eastern Conference rankings, in the power rankings. You would think the Wizards, since they played so badly in the last couple of days, uh, this four-game losing streak, you would think that the Wizards are a little bit lower than what they are in the power rankings and just how how we see the Wizards stacking up in the Eastern Conference so far. Um, it's kind of like a cluster right now, so we're going to go over that before we head out, and then tomorrow we'll talk about preview. We'll preview the uh, next game that is on Thursday. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL. Boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online is where the game starts. This episode is also brought to you by Bill Bar. So many flavors. My favorite flavor is cookies and cream. 
I always put it in the microwave or I put it in the fridge. It gives us the best flavor when I usually do that. So many flavors you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Bill Bar gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Bill Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Because it's the season of peace and love, don't bring up your favorite Bill Bar flavor at family parties. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight for it and things could get out of hand. Your fr you friends with Santa? Well, tell Santa to throw a few a few Bill Bars in those stockings with so many flavors they make anyone anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Like some of those marshmallow treats in, around the holidays, you need to get your hands on Bill Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order at built.com. All right, D, so um, let's go over these power rankings real quick. I, I looked it up on ESPN, and I was actually surprised. You know, um, wh Where did you think the Wizards were ranked in the power rankings? I thought they would have dropped off you know, in that 20s range, because mm -hmm. I feel like everybody was wondering if that early run the Wizards were on was sustainable. Right. And, you know, people were a little iffy about it and seems like they got proved right as the Wizards just hit a slump. I thought they would be around 22, 23, personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, that's what I was thinking, too. I was actually thinking in the 25s, just how bad they played. But I know they started out hot, but they just – they look so bad because we were losing games by 20, 25 to the Jazz and the Cavs, and mm -hmm. we lost to the Kings by 16, gave them 42 to 16 run. That was just terrible. And then you look at the press conferences, too, how guys responded um, about the offense, Spencer Dinwiddie, Montrez Harrell, what he was saying. So I really thought they were going to have us drop off a little bit. But um, ESPN Power Rankings – you know, it, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, but it is interesting. Just look at a measure stick, measuring stick. They have us ranked 14th out of the 30 teams in the NBA. Our previous ranking was 11th. We have a 16 to 15 record. They said Washington's hot start, hot 10 and three start has fizzled. The Wizards had lost seven of eight games until coming up with one of their biggest wins of the season at Utah. Bradley Bill, however, might be heating up. He has averaged 31 points in his past three games, including scoring a season high 37 in the win versus the Jazz. Washington got Kyle Kuzma back out of health and safety protocols last week, but Spencer Dinwiddie is in a slump, averaging just six points per game, 26% shooting, and only 14% from the three-point line from the month of December, which we've brought up a couple times, those terrible percentage numbers. Uh, but yeah, we're ranked 14th. Boston's ranked 15th. The Hornets are ranked 16th. The Dallas Mavericks are 17th. The Hawks are 18th, who were really good last year. The Timberwolves are 19th. The Raptors are 20th. The Blazers are 21st. The Knicks are right now... They are 22nd, and the teams that are above us are the Nuggets at 11. The Philly Sixers are at, set at 12. The Lakers are at 13. They're 16 and 15 right now, so we're on the same boat. The Grizzlies are at 9. Wow, they're 19 and 12. They won a lot of games without John Morant. The Miami Heat are 8th, 18 and 13. The Cleveland Cavaliers are 7th at 19 and 12. The Chicago Bulls are 6th, or 6th at 18 and 10. The Milwaukee Bucks are 5th. At 19 and 13. Of course, the Nets are at third, and number one is the Phoenix Suns. So, was there anybody that you feel like should be ahead of the Wizards or that the Wizards should be ahead of? Or how did you feel about that ranking? Eh, well, I don't want to say the Wizards should be ahead of anyone. The way they were right, playing, yeah. they looked like one of the worst teams in the NBA. <laughs> and one of the biggest things was 
outside of that Detroit Pistons game before the Jazz game, they weren't competitive in any game. Mm -hmm. Like those games were not competitive at all. And there were blowouts. And that's why I felt like there's not a team that I can confidently say, oh, the Wizards are going to beat those guys. So I can't personally say they should be ahead of anybody the way they were playing before Utah. So, I mean, Knicks have been playing bad, so I get it why they're ahead of the Knicks. Same with the Hawks. Hawks have been pretty inconsistent. Eh. I mean, I kind of really don't have a like me as you said. The teams, I, I kind of get it. The teams mm-hmm. that are behind them have been inconsistent, struggling teams as well. So, you know, I I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's crazy how the rest of the Eastern Conference is struggling too. You know, we're looking at the Wizards and we're kind of panicking after these bad games, and we still got similar records. There's a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference, so um, we we still got our work cut out for us. Um, but yeah, this next stretch is going to be huge. You know, we get the Knicks and, uh, we got, we can still got some tough games. We got to play the Cavs again pretty soon. So it's going to be pretty tough, uh, for the Washington Wizards coming up. But, um, in the next episode, I do kind of want to get to some of the offensive woes and the article from Josh Robbins from the athletic, just talk about that a little bit. And then we'll preview the game against the Knicks and then also, um, talk about, um, there's some leftover mailbag questions, so we'll probably get to that in the next episode and talk about that. And um, we'll just sign off for today. Um, nothing really happening too much today, just some COVID protocol stuff. Uh, but like I said, we'll, we'll touch on some of the offensive woes and what we're going to see the Wizards do better in the next episode. Um, so I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube and hit the notification bell as well. And also, um, now make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. I just want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe on all platforms. And like I said, make sure you guys hit the notification bell on YouTube. And hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.